Blog Talk Radio. Go ahead and knock that out as well. 
so you be nice and comfortable. So we gonna rock and roll, y'all. <laughs> we gonna rock and roll. All right, guest two three three. Welcome to the show. Glad you can hang out with us today, and um, we hope you enjoyed the show as well. Okay. So with all that being said, let me bring the logical one into the conversation because I always tell y'all she logic. I'm just straight up, straight up. You know, I don't. I try and sugarcoat it, but a lot of times I can't sugarcoat it, so I just say it the way I have to say it. Hey, you understand it? <laughs> That's for sure. But anyway, oh, going back to what I was saying. Let me bring in P. Ross. Welcome to the show. What's going on? How you doing? Well, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you are. Huh? I mean, there is no other alternative. Well, at least there is no other happy alternative, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no other happy alternative? Why not? Why isn't there a happy alternative? Okay, if you're not doing good, then you're doing worse than good, you know. So, well, not for me. There's not another happy alternative. I don't know about anybody else. Some folks like being miserable. (laughs) That is so true. That is so true. Yeah, but I I am not one of them. (laughs) Yeah, that makes everything... Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Is everything okay? Yes. Um, I know we was having a conversation earlier today, and, you know, we, we have some very interesting things to bring to the audience today. I'm really looking forward to making it happen, making it happen. You know, anything you want to add real fast before we go on the rest of the show, show, show? Well, we might as well just go on on with the rest of the show and get on in it. Yeah, pretty much, huh? Get on in it. You don't need to stand by and be standing there with your hands crossed waiting, right? Exactly. Uh, (laughs) All right. Since you put it that way, all right, y'all, it's that time to get your head bobbing a little bit, get that good feeling Friday afternoon. Uh, Y'all know me. I have... Okay, I got a lot of feedback coming from somewhere. Where's my feedback coming from? But anyway, uh, we got a very, very interesting song of the day for you. Y'all know me, and my music is just, I love music, so no telling what I I come up with. But we got it. We're going to have some fun. And that's basically going to be it. <laughs> All right, so. Without further ado, here's your song, Lucky Dude, and the name of the song is called Different Colors. I'll see y'all real, real shortly. Enjoy the song, man. Enjoy the music. Enjoy it.
I know, nice little groove and everything, wasn't it? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, see, you have to make your day a good day. Make it a good day. Woo! Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, that was your song of the day. And um, hope you enjoyed it. You listened to the words. And, you know, y'all can find a lucky dude out there on YouTube. You know, he has a lot of, lot of interesting music. I just chose that one because I like that one. All right? But anyway, moving on with the show. It's that time, y'all. It is that time. And uh, P. Ross got something for y'all special today. Got for the day and the black history moment for you. And uh, a very interesting person should be talking about, you know, the original creator of the rock and roll. Not 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 Chip Berry, not Elvis Presley, and none of them other folks. Ah, wondering now who it is, huh? Well, I'm about to let you tell her. Without further ado, man, I'm shutting up. Peace. Brain on. Put it on them. Here's the quote of the day, y'all, with the Black History Moment. Do it. All right. You have to do something about my intro. That was nice. The music. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> the quote of the day comes from Kurt Vonnegut. He says, of all the words of mice and men, the saddest are, it might have been. Again, it said, of all the words of mice and men, I don't know when Mike started talking, but okay. The saddest are, it might have been. And this is when we look in retrospect or, or when we look back in hindsight and say, oh, well, if we would have did this or that would have happened or this would have been in place, then this would have never happened. How do you know? What is the probability of that? Hmm. If it's deemed to happen, then eventually it's going to happen. You know, Hmm. now there are certain things that are under our control, but then again, there are things that are not. We can't control the way another human being thinks, can't control how they act, can't control how they conduct themselves. You, you, You can be the best parent that you can be, and yet and still what you have to realize is that child is still an individual. You're only going to have so much influence on them. Now, when societal and systematic changes occur in their life and, and, and other influences come into their lives that have more power over them than, than you do, then what do you do? Punish them, beat them, throw them out. not going to change their beliefs. And herein is the problem. Many times when things go awry, in our life, whether it be with our kids, whether it be with our finances, whether it be with our relationships, whatever aspect of it that is in our life, we always look back and say, shoulda, woulda, coulda, or as the quote says, it might have been. No, it is what it is. You can't go back and change anything. You made the best decision or the best decision for the time was made during that time. You can't go back and change that. What you have to do is respond to the action or the repercussion as a result of that decision and move on. 
You can't live your life in the past, in the past. Then comes depression, you know, oppression and, and 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 isolation because you're pulling yourself away from friends and loved ones because certain things happen and you felt like it should not have or you felt like you couldn't fix it and you should have had the power to do that. Well, who died and made you go? I'm just asking a question. And 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 in my opinion, that's why this, this, these words are so sad. Is what it might have been because it puts you in a place where you can't go back to. It puts you in a mindset where you're trying to figure out something that can't be fixed. It is what it is. Deal with it. Move on. You can't bring that person back from the dead. It was an accident. However, they died in certain cases. It wasn't the, oh, I didn't see this coming. Of course you didn't see this coming. Who does? Realize things happen. Don't get stuck in shoulda, woulda, coulda. Okay, this happened for whatever reason. I'm going to move on from it. I'm going to deal with it, learn how to deal with it, and move on from it. And don't get stuck in that place that I should have been able to do this or if I hadn't done that. Because you're killing yourself. You're putting yourself in a place of impossibility. And you don't have to you don't have to be there. You don't have to live like that. You don't have to think like that. Change your mindset. Change your thoughts about how you see whatever circumstance or situation it was. And don't dwell in what might have been. Forward progress. Forward progress. Think about how can I prevent this from happening in my life again. Learn the lesson. Learn the lesson. Remember the impact it had on you and and decide and endeavor not to go back to that place again. It's an individual thing. Nobody can make decisions for you. You make your own decisions. You think how you think. You weigh the pros and the cons on the decisions you make. And let's stop being programmed and brainwashed by everybody that mean us no good, who won't have our best interest at heart. I promise you the outcome will be greater when you learn to think for yourself. So that's my quote of the day. Mr. Talk All right. Say on the- no, I think you covered that quite well. Okay. Well, let's get to the godmother of rock and roll herself. Yes, I did say the godmother. Not the godfather, but the godmother. Yay! Sister Rosetta Stark. <laughs> she was born on March 20th, 1915 in Cotton Plant, Arkansas. Imagine that. There's a city in Arkansas named Cotton Plant. Wow. Didn't know that. Anyway, she passed in 1973 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Um, 
She was a pioneer of the mid-20th century music. She attained popularity in the 30s and 40s with gospel recordings. Imagine that. Didn't we tell you all music comes from the gospel? Now you see. Um, Characterized by a unique mixture of spiritual lyrics and rhythmic accomplishment, that was a precursor, precursor, that means before, thing that set it off of a rock and roll. And she was the first great recording star of gospel music and among the first great gospel musicians to appeal to rhythm and blues and rock and roll audiences. Yay, imagine that. She was she was being referred to as the original soul sister and the godmother of rock and roll. She influenced early rock and roll musicians, including Little Richard, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Chuck Berry, Elvis Presley, and Jerry Lee Lewis. You didn't know that, did you? Yeah, a woman dancing around with a guitar in a long dress on stage, singing, dancing like Elvis. Well, Elvis like her. (laughs) (laughs) Playing the guitar like Chuck Berry. Well, Chuck Berry playing like her. See? She was a pioneer on um, guitar technique. She was among the first popular recording artists to use heavy distortion or high electric presaging in the rise of electric blues. Her guitar playing technique had a profound influence on the development of British blues in the 1960s. In particular, a European tour with Muddy Waters, if y'all remember who he is, in 63, with a stop in Manchester. She is cited by prominent British guitarists such as Eric Clampton, Jeff Beck, and Keith Richards. You all know who those people are. See? Now, y'all know during that time, a lot of people got upset because, you know, um, they didn't think that that you should cross gospel music and, and other music. Ray Charles had a run in with that in the deep south, you know. So, but she was willing to she was willing to cross that line between the sacred and the secular. See, she performed in nightclubs and concert halls with big bands behind her. She pushed spiritual music into the mainstream and helped pioneer the rise of pop gospel. In 1938, with the recording "Rock Me." And with her 1939 hit, This Strain, her unique music left a lasting mark on more conventional gospel artists, such as Ira Tucker Sr. of the Dixie Hummingbirds. Now, y'all remember him. Y'all, y'all old saints remember him. That's that music Mama and used to listen to. Ugh. While she attended some conservative church scores with her forays in the pop world, she never left gospel music. Her 1944 release, Down by the Riverside, was selected for the, by the National Recording Registry of the U.S. Library of Congress in 2004. It noted that it captures her spirited guitar playing and unique vocal styles, demonstrating clearly her influence on early rhythm and blues performers and cited her influence on many gospel jazz and rock artists. That recording, Down by the Riverside, was recorded by Tharp on December 2nd, 1948, in New York City. So, this goes way, way back. Way back. 
This single alone was cited as being a precursor to rock and roll. On on December 13, 2017, Thought was chosen for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as an early influence. So, wasn't Chuck Berry, wasn't Elvis, nope, wasn't Johnny, wasn't Carl, it was Rosetta Thart, just so you know. Look her up, Eric, are you putting her um, video on the webpage? Yeah, I will put it on there um, after the show. Yeah. I, have, yeah, you I, have already, I already have the link in the um, chat room. Okay. They want awesome. to check out. All right. Good. Well, that's who she is. Let her know. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Rosetta Park. Man, I tell you. That that is some some that is outstanding. It really is. I don't know what else to say to that. Hey, so we know now it just wasn't Chuck Berry, it just wasn't the Beatles, it wasn't the Beach Boys. It was this lady right here. But you know the yeah, interesting thing about it, and it, it and it, it is, you know, they start off one way, then they get into gospel music, and it seems like all the music, you know, uh, one way or another, always comes back to being part of the gospel music type of thing, you know. To, uh, yeah. Gender. And that's that's very interesting to say the least. You know that yeah. I guess you can call that's the foundation, and from there they just build up and, and find their little nicks in, in whatever area they want to specialize in, and they go for it. Right, but yeah. you know, like I said, with her, she she never left gospel music. I mean, and if you look at the video, you'll see her singing gospel songs. I mean, to rock and roll beats and rhythm and blues beats, which mm-hmm. is what they do today. So, you know, she was just yeah. way, way, way That's ahead true. of her time because you knew back then, you know, that that type of stuff was not acceptable because they they figured that a gospel song was sacred. You just didn't um you 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 didn't take that. You know, and mess right. with it. You didn't make it an R&B mm-hmm. song. Make it a rock, and you definitely didn't make it a rock and roll song. What's wrong with you? Don't you know that's the mm-hmm. devil's music? <laughs> that's right. Well, <laughs> I mean, they used to say that all the time, right? Yeah. You know, they jumped on. They jumped on Ray Charles about that. You know. Oh yes, they did. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. So, so outstanding. Outstanding. Well, thank you, ma'am, for that, and I do appreciate, you know, that that great, great, great Black History moment. All right, so with that being said, before we hit the top, hit the rolling here, let's go on and tell you how you be can be part of the show once again. The easiest way is to give us a call, 347-838-8622, 347-838-8622, and if you want to talk to any, me or P. Ross, or just you know, chime in on what we're talking about. Or they do press number the number one on your keypad. That let me know that um you want to uh, join the conversation, and I get to you as soon as I can. The other way is you can send us an email. All right, either one of us, it doesn't matter. Eric Let's Talk at Gmail dot com and P dot Leona dot Ross twenty four at Gmail dot com. All right, and of course our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show with us while we're live on the air, and uh, we do look forward. We want to hear from you. All right. I already see we got Pianki in the queue already. Uh, we haven't even started talking yet, but he has to wait till we finish talking, of course. But anyway, so 
that's all with it. You know, that's the only way, that's the way y'all can participate, okay? And we do want to hear from what you have to say, what your thought process processes are or is on, on these topics we're talking about today, which are very interesting to say the least. With you know the shooting that that happened a couple of days was it a couple of days ago? I think it was a couple of days ago. You know, it, um, the title of the show today is "It Cannot Be Fixed." It cannot be fixed, and I based that title on the actual shooting in Florida this week. And if you go back and look at all the shootings, you know they're kind of similar. Now I know there's some out there that are gonna say, "Well, you know, Mr. Talk, those ain't no but false flags." That's to get you your attention away from this and that and the other. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Um, and if so, okay, you know, get you away from the Pfizer, the Pfizer demo uh, memos, and the uh, fight between Congress and the Senate and the House over the DACA, and no telling what else. Oh yeah, the Russian the, the indictment for the Russians earlier today. You know, maybe that's what this is for. So just to give us a, a um, diversion, but hey, we gonna fall for the diversion today because that's what we want to talk about. Um, school shootings, shootings, period, man. I, you know, and I used to be one, one of the first ones on the air saying, "Hey, we need to do something about this. We need to do this. We need to do that." But after, after really sitting back, thinking and, and looking at the situation, you know, I have come out. I have come to the the. Um, Conclusion that it can't be fixed. It cannot be fixed. You can enact all the different gun laws you want to, but it's not going to stop anyone from being able to get get a weapon and use it. Now, there are some reports that this guy was on uh, uh, YouTube, I think, last year sometime, and he posted he wanted to be a professional school shooter. You know, and, and somebody reported him to the FBI, and you know, the FBI said, "Well, we really couldn't find anything because he deleted it. It was deleted after he put it on there." But then, you know, the, the FBI was like, "Well, you know, we looked at it, but we really couldn't substantiate anything." So, I mean, really, how how would you know that? What at least four five months later, he would go into a school that he got expelled out of. And, and, and shoot up some students and teachers and things like that. Who know that? It would take a mind reader to figure that out. It really would. You know, and it was interesting because I was watching, and one parent got on television today, and this is this, this is what she said. We need action. We need change. Get these guns out of the hands of these kids and get the guns off the street. Okay. That was, that was just the parent said, and she was crying everything. Now, I'm not downplaying the plight that people died, they lost their lives. Um, I'm not downplaying that, you know, and I fear for them. But in the same token, my question, when I saw her, I was wondering how many of those same parents that's complaining and crying now were the same ones that kept yelling, nope, you can't violate my Second Amendment right. Nope, you can't take guns away from us. But now that it has burst their little bubble, the, the train of thought has has changed now. Now they want something to be done. Okay. The other part of this is back in February last year, 
45 went in and, and re, 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 uh, replaced or got rid of an Obama administration uh, rule about um, mental illness. Yeah, about mental illness. And that required the Social Security Administration to send records of beneficiaries with severe mental disabilities. Okay, to the FBI National Instant Criminal Background Check System. Of course, this would have affected over 75,000 people found mentally incapable of handling their financial affairs. Now, the question that comes out is, was this kid mentally disabled? Was he, he mentally impaired? You know, was he crazy at the time? Here's my thought on this. No, he wasn't. And why I say he wasn't, because before he before he decided to go on his shooting rampage, now y'all check this out. He actually ran into a freshman. Okay, he ran into a freshman. And you know, the freshman stopped, they looked at each other, and Cruz, that's the guy named Nicholas Cruz, excuse me, told the freshman, Hey, look, it's like this. Uh if I was you, I would get out of here. Because this is going to be messy here in a little bit. All right. Those are basically his words. I just paraphrased it because I couldn't find it in my notes, but I know that's what he said. Now, anybody who would walk up to someone and tell them that, they're not crazy. They're within good, good mental capacity. Okay. Here's another issue why I say this guy's not mentally uh, challenged or disabled or whatever. And you can't even say a moment of insanity. Because what this guy did, after he fired and and killed so many people, he ran to the third floor, put his weapon down in his backpack, and was smart enough, I ain't going to say smart enough, but what was conniving enough to end up walking out of school with the rest of the victims. The rest of the victims. (laughs) Can you imagine that? (laughs) With the rest of the victims. So while the police... And everybody's inside the building looking for the active shooter. He done walked, he's walked away. He's walked away. Now, fortunately, somebody, you know, remember seeing him and gave a description. But this guy went to a, a, a Walmart, to a McDonald's inside of Walmart, and got a drink and walked around for a while before he was caught. <clears throat> does, that, does that sound like somebody who's mentally unstable? No, not to me anyway. It sounded like he, he he got plenty of sense. He had a plan. He executed the plan. And on front of him, he had somebody saw him, and, and you know, he he was found. But as soon as law enforcement picked him up, he admitted to doing it. Now his attorney standing in front of the judge says, well, he was abused and he was this. No, it's time to stop using that kind of uh, uh, uh what am I worried I'm looking for, P? It's time to stop using that kind of uh, defense you know, to get out of things. This was pure, unadulterated, premeditated murder. That's what it was. <clears throat> Let's call it what it is. Could, could any particular gun law have stopped this at the time? No. No. It couldn't. Have. No. No, it could not. No, it couldn't. Have. Now, I don't care what you, what law you put in place, an age limit or, 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 or a, a, a weapon limit. How I many? 
question is this AR or this weapon he had, AR fifteen, where did he get it from? Where did it come from? Now was it his parents or relatives? Did he just find it? I mean what? Now the article said that uh it was in um um his um neighbors because his his mother had recently died and he moved in with some friends and he had the gun and they thought that they said that they thought it was safely locked away. Mm. Well, it was right there in the house with him. Mm hmm. Right there in the house with him all the time. Yeah. What what law do you think is gonna be passed to 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 limit this? None. And you want to know why? You want to know why it's not going to happen? Because the NRA itself, the NRA, National Rifle Association, they pay big money. They do. They pay big money. <clears throat> Excuse me. John McCain's campaign, Arizona, they gave $7.74 million. $7.74 million <clears throat> to his campaign alone. To Donald Trump, they gave him eleven million four hundred thirty-eight one hundred eighteen dollars. Okay, that's the Donald Trump campaign. But they went ahead and spent nineteen million seven hundred fifty-six three hundred forty-six dollars to oppose Hillary Clinton, which basically comes to over thirty-one million dollars that the NRA has paid. So you think there's going to be any laws that that's going to be made or passed at all? No, it's not going to happen. That's why I say it cannot be fixed. Because there's no one out there that has enough money to cause it to be fixed. The truth you know, of the matter is have... the, the, truth of, the truth of the matter is that they don't want it to be fixed. Hmm. They don't want it to be fixed. No, they don't want it to be fixed. They they don't, they don't want it to be fixed because if you if you look at the stats on the number of guns out there in in in, in, mm-hmm. in the in the in the U.S. alone, you know, mm-hmm. uh, according to one one study done in looks like 2017, I'm not sure, four point four percent of the world population is of America, but almost half of the civilian-owned guns around the world. Now, hmm. it only has 4.4% of the world's population, but half, half of civilian-owned guns around the world. Hmm. Half. 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 Yes. Hmm. Well, the big civilian, civilian, um, civilian, uh, um, civilian-owned guns in the world are approximately 644 million. Civilian-owned mm-hmm. guns in the U.S. is 42 percent of that. Almost half. Almost half. Yep. So mm-hmm. half of 64, 644 million. And that's due hmm. to the fact that most homes have multiple 
guns. Yes. Multiple, multiple weapons. Yeah. And, 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 and to top it off, you know, some people say, well, you should have seen this coming because this guy had a history of disciplinary problems and so forth, and he was expelled. And well, you know how many people get expelled from school and don't ever do anything? So what what, 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 you, what was the red, the, the red flag for this instance? Besides what he put on, on YouTube. <clears throat> Oh, he said he was endeavoring to make America great again. Oh, not that great again. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's endeavoring to make America great again. Oh, my. Wow. That, that wonderful that phrase. Again. Yep. Hmm. You know, um, Woo, that that is just wow. I mean, what 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 can what can you say? What can you say? Of course, we know that this will be the talk for about the rest of the week, the weekend, and then it'll move right on about the business. Now, here's another interesting side side to this. Because of the shooting, Jeff Sessions have decided to, to investigate the FBI because of this shooting. Okay, what you think you gonna find? What what, what no. I mean, really, what do you think you gonna find? You know, not a dang on thing. But it's interesting that he would go after the FBI now, especially with what has been going on between the FBI, the White House, and the Department of Justice. It's interesting that now, oh yeah, let's investigate them. What are you gonna investigate? That the guy put one one little um, video up, phrase up on, on YouTube, and that was it. Now, there's a report that there was a, a security guard or police officer in the school. So where was he at? The shooting took around six minutes. Six minutes. Now I heard a national a national radio host say, um, the yes today in fact that hey, where was was he on the other side of school? You can run a mile in six minutes. The devil is a lie. Unless you in tip-top shape. Exactly. Okay? That's the only way you're going to run a six-minute mile. And I can believe you can do it. I'm 100% sure he, that guy wasn't in that type of shape. But, as always, somebody's got to be blamed for this. Of right. course, you're not going to blame the NRA. Well, you know, you got all these politicians standing up. Yeah, you got all these politicians standing up. Well, you know, something has to be done, blah, 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 blah. But in Lorraine, there's nothing going to be done because there's nothing that can be done. Nothing that can be done. But you know what is a, another interesting um, aspect of, of this whole shooting thing and the way the nation responds to it is most of these shootings are happening in suburbia. They're not happening. Well, to put it this way, the ones that are reported are the ones in suburbia. Now, the ones, if there are any going on in, in, in low-income neighborhoods, you don't hear anything about that. You don't hear anything about, well, we should get the guns off the street down there. Hell, just let them kill each other. It'd be all right. But once again, it goes and busts a bubble in, in the wrong neighborhood, and something has to be done. Something has to be done. 
you know. Of course, you got Forty Speak going down to Florida to give some speech, what have you. What is this man really going to say? You know, they going to blame everybody but the, the person who need to be blamed, the one that did the shooter, shooting. He was mentally ill and disturbed. No, he wasn't. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly how he was going to do it. Yeah, this is this is what this article says. It says that he himself he he legally purchased the gun, and a few months back he had a picture of um. We'll get back up there. Um, pictures on Instagram of his gun. Mm-hmm. So he himself had more than 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 one okay. gun. Um. He said he had an Instagram account which posts that include photos of a rifle and a collection of firearms on his bed. It says the shooter purchased a firearm used in the shooting at a gun store in Coral Springs, Florida. Hmm. So, like it, you know, the they weren't his parents, but the people he was living with said, you know, they knew mm-hmm. he had a gun, but they supposedly had had locked it away. Now, when they look mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, his digital footprint, that means all his social media accounts, um, mm-hmm. he said it disturbing glimpses into his mind. Again, setting, setting, you know, setting the pace for them to say that, you know, he was insane or whatever, saying that he hurled slurs at blacks and Muslims and according to the Anti-Defamation League had ties to white supremacists. And said, and he said he would shoot people with his AR-15 and singled out police anti-fascist protesters as deserving of his vengeance. And this was his digital footprint. Yes. Hmm. Wow. Wow. And, so does that classify him as mentally unstable? Uh, actually, it should be classified as a hate crime, really. But you know, we know that ain't gonna happen. Well, no, no, no. That ain't at all. And you he made a the neighborhood. Yeah. Huh? And he also he also made the comment that I I, I want to die fighting killing uh, s ton of people. I'm going to kill law hmm. enforcement one. I'm going to kill law enforcement one day. They go after the good people. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So he's making it plain. This is that he's making it plain what he what he wanted to do. And as far as the 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 um, FBI being warned, uh, it says that a video blogger um, said he warned the FBI in September. About a possible yeah. school shooting threat from a YouTube user with the right. same name as Cruz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they but the said was it the yeah, same person? They, yeah, they said that it is now from the digital footprint. It was the same person, but they didn't have any additional information to help identify the person who posted the comment, and no connection was so what, was made to South Florida. Right. Okay. Of course, that was five months ago, September. Let's see. October, right. November, December, yeah. January. Yeah, about five months ago. Right. Five months ago. So, 
Would any type of gun control measures have stopped that? No. No, it wouldn't have stopped it. He no. legally bought the gun. What? If he was legally able to, <laughs> to to purchase the gun, and he had more than one, then had more than one. He had more than one because he had a picture, as they said, on Instagram with guns, the rifle and guns on, mm-hmm. and he bought mm-hmm. that gun nearly a year ago. Mm. He bought that gun mm-hmm. nearly a year ago. Now here it is, a year later. See, so what was going to stop that? And it, and it, and it makes Nothing. it makes it makes it makes no sense, you know, for you know them to be saying well or or to playing the blame game, mm-hmm. you know, for 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 Senator Murphy, you know, to blame Congress saying if you would have did something like I said, that's hindsight. That's that's if you would have. See, we keep saying if you would have, what was going to be done? Unless you tell Congress they had to personally go to the, the you know, these 42% of, of these civilian Americans, uh, of, of the 644 million homes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and tell people you got to give up all of your firearms. We know that ain't happening. They ain't got the manpower to even think about doing that. And to think that people mm-hmm. are going to voluntarily give up their firearms, you, you okay, all right. You got your head on backwards because that's not going to happen. Not at all. Not, not at all. Changing the gun law is not going to do anything. They remember Reagan's or whoever Bush's or whoever's uh, war on drugs was, and 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 all these thousands and ten thousands of people, you know, went to jail and died and got shot up and got their personal belongings repossessed and all of that because it was a war on drugs. How did that turn out? Now, you, you, you want to talk about, you know, it's a war on drugs, but you're the one with the plane. You're the one with the boat. You're the one with access into the United States and allowing these things to happen, but then you want to say it's a war on drugs, right? Okay, yeah. Really? Is it really a war on gun violence, or is it just a an, an avenue to perpetuate your agenda for depopulation? Are you really concerned, or is what or is what you really want to do is push forward your agenda? You already keep talking about there's too many people in the world. So what do you do? You start fake wars and rumors of wars, and when there aren't really wars. You shut out people and cause them to leave their country who are then put in refugee camps, who are then sold into slavery, and you expect nobody to know about it. Really? Really? And you're concerned about gun control in the U.S. When when everything that children see on the television and in their video games is gun violence, what are you pouring into them? What are you programming into their minds to do? And you wonder when the outcome happens, why this happens. No, it's not a law. It's not a law. These are the things that you do daily. These are the things that you yourselves have put out there to the masses. And this is the repercussion for the programming that you have initiated, that you have put out there, as they say, throw the stone and hide your hands. No, you can't do that. Okay, okay, you're a conspiracy theory. Call it what you want to. But you better look deeper than just the surface and understand what's really going on in this country. 
the things they don't want you to know about. That's why you don't hear about all of the school shootings. That's why you don't hear about all of the mass shootings that go on in this country because they don't want you to know. What they want you to do is be in fear so that you will call on the government. They can initiate uh, uh, military law where they can say what you can and cannot do, thereby establishing no longer a democracy but a socialist republic. You know, they call Obama a socialist the whole time he was in office. Well, look at the laws now. Look at your rights that have been usurped from you. Obama didn't do that. Congress did that. Look at Mm. where the so-called freedom of speech has gone. Mm. And you don't think we're we're, we're fast moving away from a so-called democracy? Okay. Mm. You don't have to. But when it happens, remember, you heard it from us. We tried to tell you. Don't let it don't let it be one of the moments where I shoulda, coulda, woulda. Prepare now. Prepare now. And don't be foolish enough to give up your arms. Because the very people who are saying there is a war on arms are the very people that feel issuing and been out to accomplish their agenda. Believe what you want to believe. Hey, that's my opinion anyway. Hey, thank you. To the end, I, I agree with you 100%. I tell you what, though, if any thing jump off, I'm going to find my boy I serve with named Harper. I know he got every weapon named. I'm going to join him. Because I know between between him and a couple others, hey, we can do what we can handle our business. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so basically what I'm saying is, and I think what P is saying as well, look, y'all. You know, don't fall into the, 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 the rut of talking about, well, we need to pass this gun law, we need to pass that gun law, because all honesty, gun laws have nothing to do with it. They wouldn't have stopped this killing, these, these shootings. They wouldn't have. You know, they let the mainstream media get you all hot and bothered. Well, Congress won't do anything about it. Of course not, because the NRA got them in the pocket. You know, if they spend $31 million just on a dang on election, just think, hey, they gave John McCain $7.74 million. This the NRA. Richard Burr, North Carolina, $6.99 million. Ray, I'm sorry, Roy Blunt, Missouri, $4.55 million. Tom Tillis, $4.42 million. Corey Gardner, Colorado, $3.88 million. French Hill, Arkansas, $1.09 million. Ken Buck, Colorado, $544,000. David Young, Iowa, $707,602,000. Mike Simpson, Idaho, $385,731,000. Greg Giafonte, Montana. $344,630. Now, that's how much, that's just the top 10, 10 of your congressmen and, and representatives that have received money from the NRA. Now, I'm sure there are others, but these are the top 10. 
and you think they gonna any any type of law gonna be passed? Any anything gonna be passed? No. No, because it wouldn't be to have. I mean, you really can't do it anyway. You can't. Now, my solution would be, and y'all thought I was crazy when I said this one long time ago when I first came on the air. You know, here's the problem with 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 America's justice system. And y'all can disagree with me. I'm, I'm all right with that. Y'all can call me crazy. Y'all can call me sadistic. Call me whatever the heck you want to. Just don't call me ma'am. <laughs> I had to get that in there. But anyway, look. You know how to solve. You, you know how to solve this thing. I'm gonna tell you how to do it. To be effective. Instead of, and I've said this before with with any of these these masks. Instead of taking them to trial. You know, spending our tax dollar money, listening to this insanity please that they put in. Or as that one boy got, his parents were were too rich for him to understand what was right and wrong as he killed four people. No, what you do, you take him out into the field somewhere, make him dig his grave, and put a bullet in the back of his head. That's what you do. Now, I said, really? Yes. Because you ain't gonna, you're not going to have to do it that often. You know, that's like hitting a bullet in the bully right there in the mouth. Pow! That make everybody else think before they do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I mean that's just my theory on it. That's my theory. You know. But then again, you know, that that is that is just too harsh for this country. It's harsh for this country. You can't do that. But they'll get a robot to tell somebody head off instead of shooting them up with an injection. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But anyway, that, that's the way I feel about it. I, you know. But Parker, I know you'd be out there listening. Hey. <laughs> Let's assemble the gang. Oh, Lord. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> or some black shoes be knocking on my door, and I really would have to do some bad things. But anyway, um, so yeah, with, with the shooting, um, don't don't fall for the for the rhetoric and all all the the stuff that's going on out there right now. Because after at the end of the day, everything is gonna go back to normal. Nobody's gonna be talking about this anymore, and it's gonna run. Now, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Now somebody's gonna try and sue the gun company that made the weapon. Somebody gonna try and sue the person who sold it to them if they can find him. All right. Nobody gonna sue the shooter. That, that that's not even, you know, and that's gonna be it. Pretty much. So that's gonna be it. So, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. Okay, let me see. Um. I just got a email that says, very nice story, have a weapons assault or otherwise do not kill people. People kill people. Ban white supremacy, ban NDAA. The so-called government gives themselves the right to kill anybody whenever and wherever. Really? How about affirm the respect of all life? Oh, that would require removing the warmongers and banksters who set the example of solving problems through violence and are proud of it. 
They even get away with torture and still get Nobel Peace Prizes and rewarded with their own tail eye vision. Appearances and yeah. shows. Ban, That's true. Ban hatred. True. Wait a minute. Ban hatred? How? Tell the truth about the real history of the U.S. of U.S. Inc. No longer for the people, by the people, and perhaps when the truth is revealed, the so-called now lawless legal board members, Congress, of the corporation known as the USA, and by many other names, will change things for the better. I won't be holding my breath. Let us not forget why the Second Amendment. Let us not forget why the Second Amendment was applied to the con, cons, cos, you know, dash cons institution, which is being dismantled and disrespected. As I write my thoughts for a reason. To defend any tyrannical government, unfortunately, they unfortunately that which starts in violence and injustice usually ends in the same. Change is desperately needed, and gun laws, in my view, will never stop this problem. Why? Because the problem is hate is the hate that hate created. Okay. Now so, I just received that, that, that in, that's in, very in, true. in email. Yeah, that that that's very true. And and very very well articulated because at the end of the day, that is exactly what this country does. They perpetuate an aura of hate and division, and they've always they've always done that. They've always done that. You know, they say one nation under God. Yeah, right. It ain't our dog. <laughs> it ain't our dog. You know. <laughs> You know, uh, trying not to say, trying not to say the other D word, but you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. And see, and when you talk about living the American dream, that's why it's called an American dream. Hmm. Now, one thing we have to give 45 credit for is being the first president to really stand up there and tell the truth about how he really feels. Hey, this is our country. Always yeah. has been our country. Always will be our country. Get them doggone immigrants out of it, not realizing they're the ones who taught you industrialism. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be as wealthy and as successful as you are because you knew nothing. But because they feel the right, you know, that they can come in and take whatever they want to take and not just keep it here in the U.S., but if you look at it in every country, every country, Mm. they've gone in, for lack of a better word, they break these countries for their mineral rights. They've raised mm. these countries for their wealth, right? Well. And set up factories and countries and then and, and then pay these people cents on a dollar and say, mm. okay, it's enough for you to live on. And mm. if it's not, it's okay. Mm. Let's look. Let, 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 let's look at it. If you ever do want to do some um, research, look at Firestone rubber. And if you know where rubber came from, you realize it came from Africa. And they had these rubber tree farms where they hired the local villagers sit on a dollar to form the sap from the tree. Now, of course, they supplement them with rice and food and, and all of that. 
But when a dictator mm-hmm. came and overthrew the government, they had to get the heck up out of there. But they were still willing to negotiate with a corrupt dictator that was committing genocide. See, killing up people, bodies all over the street, dogs eating dead bodies, people just dead everywhere in the midst of all of this because they had to get their tire company, they had to get their their rubber for their tires. Hey, we'll work for you. We'll pay you whatever price you need to pay. Do your research. Look it up. It's not a lie. This is this is this is what you do. This is what they do. This is what they do. See, see, for the perpetuation of the American dream. Really, really. Like I said, it ain't my damn dream. I like that for personal, but yeah, that word you just used. I like that word. I like, yeah, see. <laughs> I can't say it, but I like that word. The perpetuation, yeah, close enough. Yeah. All right. So, you got anything else you want to add, people, before I let um, this call in? Oh, no. No, no. I'm good. I'm good. All right. So, you know, now I'm calling. I'm telling y'all now, when you come in and we let you in, please keep your comments no longer than five minutes, okay? No longer than five minutes, because I'm sure there's others want to get in, and uh, we don't have time to... Listen to a long dissertation today. I'm just saying. Five minutes, all right? I'm going to have to put you on and the clock. subject on Yeah, that's right. All right, here we go. If I can get my switchboard to work. i tell you, okay, there it is. All right, Pianki, welcome to the show. How you doing? What you got for me? Look, Eric. <clears throat> I like for somebody okay. to show me. Okay. I like for somebody to show me, and I know very well where the United States government has went into African countries and taken out, t- took something. You and anybody else, like I have, can get a license to export minerals out of a country. The wages are set okay. by minimum wage laws. Okay, wait a minute. Stop right there. In those so countries. So what you're saying is, because, wait a minute, stop right there. So what you're saying is, as long as you have a license, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. The legal way, for instance, if you go. It might be legal, oh my goodness, but it doesn't make it okay. Right and wrong is subjective. Okay and wrong is subjective. The people vote in a government. A government sets the law. Go to PMNC's website. Precious metals. Precious metals. You know, if you want me to talk, why did I have to always be talked over? Is this people don't want information to get out? Pianki, Pianki, listen, listen, Pianki. I asked you a question that you still haven't answered anyway. All right. I ain't so heard your question. Somebody else was talking while you was asking the question. No, because you, no, you just didn't want to be quiet long enough to hear it. Now, here's the question. Just because they give you a license, that makes it okay to go and take all the minerals and stuff because technically... You don't take all the minerals and stuff. Mm. In okay, Ghana, you have you a company called, agency called Precious, Precious Metal Marketing Company, Corporation. Go to their uh-huh. website, PMNC. Okay. And you can under and you can I learn how website? you as an individual Where? company 
What? Mm-hmm. Well, can me, I finish ahead. saying what go I got ahead. to say? I don't know yet. Go ahead. Precious Metal Marketing Company. Go to their website. Okay. You can get a okay. license to mine your concessions that you purchase. Ain't no U.S. government mm. going in no country taking stuff out like all this stuff people be saying. That's some of that ghetto legend stuff. Oh, that's what that is? And another thing, you know, you're talking about uh, organizations that's pro Second Amendment. What the heck did you just say? It's what? Well, I have a, I have a, I have a gold export license and other export license out of the country gone. I think I would know. But Eric, you're talking about gun clubs, not gun club, but uh, state pro rights organizations. There's a lot of them. NRA is not. Matter of fact, NRA is not the only one. And you got women pro right organizations. That's uh, and they dare uh, people to mess with them as it is so eloquently written on their website. No white women don't well, play. Hey, you go messing with I us there. Guess yeah, what else too, real quick? Did, Jews said, for the preservation the of firearms. The NRA are the ones giving the money to the politicians. Well, the it's not. Money. That's not true. All of them do. You got Jews all for the give, preservation of, of firearms. You got of them, Jews. All of them give millions of dollars to the, to the um the campaigns of the uh, of the, uh, the um congressmen and stuff like that. All of them got they not the large, they not the only one. They probably not even the largest. You have Jews for the preservation of firearm ownership. And we always comment about how Jews own control all the banks and so forth. So begin well, to a speak a little wait bit. A minute, wait a minute, hmm? but, but wait a minute, wait, 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 before you before you let that come out your mouth and I, I have to shut you down. Um look, I'm not against I, like I said, I'm not against pro whatever. Okay? I, that's what I'm trying I'm trying to get to the point. Because regardless, there's nobody that's going to be able to stop. Well, I'm not saying you're against it. I'm just putting out there that people always turn into the NRA, which, by the way, I'm a lifetime member of the organization. Of course, yeah, good beneficial yeah, thing. Absolutely. Yeah, of course you would be. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a member of the National African American Gun Club. And mm-hmm. the Huey B. Newton Gun Club, they also are a member of the NRA, which is okay. black. Mm-hmm. You think so? Oh. What do you mean? They what okay. what do you mean think so? I know so. Go to their website. Okay. Go okay, to the so National right African American okay. Gun Club's website. Mm-hmm. They support okay. of these issues. So it's always some fringe group that probably walked out of church that uh, come there. Now you know one other thing real quick you may mention about that one lady. Man, you really want to listen to some music. You ought to listen to Big Mama Thornton. You remember her? Look, look, look. Listen, listen, Pianchi. I was talking about the lady. What lady are you talking about? The <clears throat> lady that you say is the godmother of rock and roll. Was that a Thornton? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Get All an right. opportunity. Listen to some of uh, Big Mama Thornton's, Thornton's recording. She was yeah, something else, I heard of man, her back too. in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard, I've heard of her. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir. We appreciate you. But long answer. live the Second Amendment. And God bless yeah, yeah. Donald J. Trump. Yeah, yeah. All right. Whatever. All right. Thank you, Mr. Pian. All right. You know what? And, and here's something I want to say. 
you know, and me and P. Ross was talking about this earlier today. I remember when we went to high school, we went to high school, there used to be um, the old pickup trucks in the, in the, in, in the um, parking lot, and they had their weapons, you know, their rifles and stuff right there hanging on the back window. Ain't yep. nobody shoot up no school. You know, so question is, what what has changed? I don't know. Maybe it's just the way they raise now. I don't know. But let me bring up, uh, let's see. We're going to sister and going in now. All right, sister and going in, welcome to the show. What do you got for me? How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Yep. How are you? I'm good, and greetings to T. Ross, too. Hi, hi sister and going in. Oh, hi there. Hey, I just wanted to say that I think it's very interesting when someone <laughs> completely eliminates the history of colonialism and imperialism as far as in regards to the statements made about the mineral contracting. I mean, in modern day, perhaps they con- make contracts. But, you know, uh, the context of uh, the countries where they're taking the minerals out of, there's no you know, consideration that those countries are maintained in a underdeveloped status for a reason. Uh, and, you know, the, usually the leaders in those countries are uh, now educated in Western uh, countries, and so they can do the bidding of those doing the contracting. You know, for instance, in Ghana, uh, for a number of years, decades, there was a gold mine called Asante Gold Mine. Well, today it is called uh, Anglo Gold. So that's a little example, you know. Yeah, there was a so a, a selling of the mind and a contract, I'm sure. But but what about the context of how these things are still being perpetuated, you know, across the world, as you stated, and I agree with your statement, Eric. They do just go in and take it out. It may look nice uh, because somebody has a website somewhere about minerals, but they're still doing the same thing. It's called colonialism and imperialism, in my view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's the point. That's the point I was I was making uh, to Mr. Pianchi. You know, just because you have a license doesn't make it right. It might make it legal in some countries, but you know, and and he's talking about morality is subjective. No, it's not subjective because you still need these people in poverty taking all the wealth out of their land, and what are you giving them? Nothing. That's right. And let us. Think about the definition of a license. A license is permission to do something otherwise considered unlawful. Exactly. Okay. So, and, you know, when you think about how uh, – thank you, uh, Eric. I'm jumping a little bit, but I'm trying to stay on the topic. Thank you for sharing my response to Elizabeth Kucinich, whose husband is running for some kind of office, which I don't even care which one it is because as far as I'm concerned, you know, uh, never mind. But uh, – uh, you know, that was a long story about this shooting in Florida. And by the way, I also mm-hmm. am a um, proponent of, of keeping the Second Amendment because uh, the Second Amendment, as somebody stated, I think Pianchi stated it, uh, that, you know, it was not about um, shooting, I mean, hunting. It was about maintaining uh, the ability to resist a tyrannical government, which we definitely have in our faces today, right? Mm-hmm. So um, how, how this all got started, uh, it's inter- I was listening to uh, a wonderful teacher named um, Dr. Uh, – what is her name? Dr. – she's an older lady, Dr. Um, Jane Elliott. And uh, as she was stating, you know, this, this, uh, this whole concept uh, – 
in behavior that we have, and you all mentioned it on your last show about colorism is what the basis of all this is, and it gets confused when we start talking about racism. But I note, I, I noticed, you know that, you know, I don't know if there were any black children killed in this school shooting in Florida. I haven't really read about what happened. I know what there was quite a few children. Uh, do you know, Eric, whether there were any black children? It was predominantly white people, right, that were affected. It didn't. It didn't specifically say or identify the 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 race of the children. It just mm-hmm. gave the number of of injuries. Yes, and I think that's interesting when that occurs. And then you know when we have these school shootings, it's usually always done by uh, those of European descent. And then you know all of a sudden there's a big outcry, like I you know. Uh, but then. Uh, you know, or if there's it's a, a, a big thing when it's black on black, we you know I wouldn't be honest if we wouldn't point that out. Uh, but then we know that, uh, that we don't have any gun manufacturers or companies or anything in the, in the hood. So you know we got to ask, well, how are these guns so prevalent in in these areas? Well, we know that's by design too. Uh, but the, the, I'm kind of getting off my point, and I apologize. But what I wanted to bring out was that when we consider All of this hate and all of this confusion because these people are afraid right now because, you know, it's been predicted by 2045 that their numbers are going to be in the minority. That doesn't mean that the power structure will change, but, you know, a lot of the uh, average working class that have been able to delude themselves that they're higher and superior and have – you know, some kind of advantages in society with all the economy going down and everything. We know that's when all this kind of uh, stuff, you know, seems to come to the surface. But as she was explaining, I tell me if I'm getting close to my five minutes because I didn't look at the clock, Eric. I'm sorry. Oh, you're you fine. Oh, you fine. So, Dan, go ahead. Okay. What she pointed out was, thank you, that this whole thing started when they created a people now who could identify themselves as white after the Bacon's Rebellion in Virginia in the 1660s, when they wrote the miscegenation laws and the naturalization laws stated that this country would, you could only be a citizen um, if you were white, and that stayed on the books until 1952. Mm -hmm. See, so until they stand up and tell the truth about who they are and how this whole society was developed, why these laws were written. It was the elite that wrote these laws because they were trying to maintain their labor. At one time, it fell below their needs, so there was more brown and black people around, and then they changed their status to be in a caste system to, and then you know, use them as straight-up chattel slaves. And then they made these miscegenation laws, making it um, against the law uh, to marry uh, someone of that designation. And if the white woman did, she was classified as a slave the rest of her life, and any children were enslaved until they were 20 years old. Uh-huh. See? So until we have this conversation, we're never going to understand why little white kids go and blast people in school. Uh, and kill up a bunch of people. It's about hate and sickness, mental sickness. 
and until you know, and and like I said, you know, until we look at what, what the upper so-called crust does to solve problems with violence and make laws that say they can kill anybody anytime, anywhere, these shootings are not going to stop. And my, and I, I rest my, I, I stop there because I know he's. I want to honor his five minutes. I'm sorry, I, y'all got me stirred up. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, but can but can we also reason too? Um, 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 Sister Angoni, as you as you said, isn't hate a sickness anyway? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. You know, can we reason that 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 because when you hate, you 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 go you get in, in into all these delusions of things that are not real. Yes, you know, ma'am. And laws, you, laws are not going to change that. That was my what I was trying to express in my view. They can write all the. As a matter of fact, if you look at the laws, the miscegenation laws was written in hate or fear exactly. or something. Exactly. It sure wasn't written to honor all human lives, was it? No, that was the whole point. Because mm-hmm. people were angry, upset, slavery was over. Their 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 labor market has been abolished. You know, so well the free labor market, I should say, has been abolished or or, or made illegal. But yet and still, that didn't stop some folks from 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 trying to pursue it. You know, because it it, it 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 took a while for the word to get out that they were indeed free. And those we free were what? Murder, kill, lynch, all of that. See? So yes, normal, ma'am. People, normal people don't do that. Well, what we call normal, but then again, you know, who who the heck knows what normal is these days? Because what some folks call normal is, is, is just as insane, you know, as anything. But you know, we we see a per, per, perpetuation and an increase, so to speak, in in violent behavior in this country. You know, and 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 as I said earlier, it is a result of programming. It's a result. They're just getting they're they're just reaping the results of what they put out there. Mm-hmm. Now, who may not like that statement? You know, like I say, they may say, oh, that girl's just a conspiracy theorist or, or what have you, but say what you want to. But this is what you have sown. This is what you have done. You sow in corruption and you reap corruption, you know. And, and, and you're looking at it because it's coming from an unexpected, you know, um, 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 part of the community. It didn't happen. It, didn't, it wasn't supposed to happen in their school, in their neighborhood. It wasn't supposed to happen there. See, it was supposed to stay over there where all the darkies were. Yeah. <laughs> this, is yeah. not, this is not supposed to touch us. See, and and we have to understand that. Regardless of what anybody else is saying, regardless of what anybody else is putting out there, regardless of how anybody else feels, you know, that is the unmitigated truth of the matter. Because when you look at it, where are all the drugs? Where, did, where are all the, 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 the liquor stores? You know, Things destined to corrupt human beings and destroy human beings. Where is a mass conglomerate of those things, and where were they have? Where were they happening before and initiated before? We know they're in our neighborhoods. We know they're in low-income areas. We know this. That's not a question in this country, and this was purposefully done. And until we come to the table and have those types of conversations where people, you know, tell proof, which ain't going to happen, so we're not going to wait for it, it is going to remain the same. It is going to be an issue. 
Well, I agree with you, and I would like to say that there are two wonderful truth-tellers named Dr. Jane Elliott, who's been telling it for 50 more years, and uh, Jacqueline Bataloa, I can't probably didn't say her name right, B-A-T-T-A-L-O-R-A, that are shining the light of truth, and I'd like to honor them, and you all are too. So thank you for taking my call. I'm silent now. Anyway. All right, all right, all right. Let's get on to this microchipping of 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 of, of humans. Lighten the subject a little bit. We're gonna move on from that. Lighten? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> so, so we know that way back. Well, not way back, but maybe 15, 20 years ago, they started putting microchips in animals so you wouldn't lose your pet or what have you. Well, now we already know, because we heard way back in August, and we talked about it on the show about a month ago, uh, about certain employers beginning to microchip their employees. They are going to be required to have a chip. And one of the things that has been said, you know, um, it started in, in Wisconsin. A Wisconsin firm started embedding microchips in their employees because they wanted to get out of company badges and, 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 and corporate logons and all of that. So they started, because you can't, you know, you can take somebody's badge and alter a badge, but if a microchip is, if something is in you, what are you going to do? Chop off their hand and bring it in and scan it? You know, no. So, although that's been done in movies. But at any rate, so after they did that, a lot of um, um, religious people were were upset because, um, you know, it's, you know, they started um, putting up nasty reviews and, and, you know, comments on, on social media, Google and all of that, whereas on the other side of it, um, Everyone, everybody else wanted to know, well, when is it going to happen? Will this soon be at my place of employment? So they're under the realization that eventually everybody is going to be killed. And in looking at that, in looking at that, you know, in looking at that, since it's eventually going to happen, do you have a choice? Are, are you going to have a choice to chip or not to chip? <laughs> so to speak, you know, because if an employer says we're getting rid of the security badges, employee login IDs and all of this stuff that you're going to have access to the um, building, if you don't get chipped, you won't have a job. What are you going to do? You got to make a decision, don't you? Yeah. To chip or not chip. <laughs> I guess I just don't have a job because I'm not getting chipped. And, of course, you mm. know, they started out with these medical chips, you know, because it says it has your medical information. And if anything ever happens to you, you know, instead of them trying to see what allergies you have or what conditions you have, you know, they can just scan your hand or whatever, and that chip will have all of your medical information in order for them to better take care of you. 
that was supposed to be one of the benefits uh, uh, of that. But really? <laughs> really? You, you really want it out there like really? that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the interesting part about it, you know, as you said, they make it sound so so easy and simple. And, and this is, you know, uh, uh, what, the, what the word I'm looking for? Uh, 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 maintenance-free. You know, this is good for the, for, for the environment. Yeah. yeah. You know, even even so, even it, it costs $300 to chip these this from this company to chip the employees. The, the company was constantly saying, well, heck, we even pay for it. You know, if you want it, you pay for it. But it's, it's just a precursor. That's all it is, a precursor to, as you mentioned before, the in what they feel is the inevitable chipping of every person in the United States. Now, of exactly. course, you know, they, 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 they run in it, they, they run into the, the quote unquote narrative of, well, you know, besides medically, well, let's chip the, the, um, the immigrants coming across for work. They work in the United States. So we, you know, we know where they're going and, and how to, how to keep track of them. Hmm. Yeah. So after you, you start chipping them, you got companies that chipping employees that choose to right now, quote unquote choose to right now. Um, who's next? Who's next? You know, they even have a chip. I read this. They even have a chip that, that where uh, it could be it, it can control a smart gun to where only the person in the chip can fire the weapon. I said, oh, isn't that convenient? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, isn't that convenient? You know. And when you talk, you look at these these chips, man. Let's see, in two thousand, let's see, no, nineteen ninety eight, a British a British scientist, Kevin Warwick, yeah, was the first one to chip him. He chipped himself first, chipped himself. Oh. Yeah. Then in two thousand nine, a British another British scientist named Mark Basson, B A S S O M. You know, he chipped himself and with a glass capsule RFID, you know, surgically put it in his left hand. And then he had his assistants um, in 2002 prove that it could be manipulated by a virus, you know, be affected by a virus wirelessly. <laughs> Ain't that something? Wirelessly and be transmitted into other systems. So you take a look at that and you think about where, where this country is going right now. That, that, that's a scary thing. That really is. That's a scary thing. And when we look um, at that, and, and when we look at this, and you were just saying how a chip, you know, can 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 you know stop you from firing a gun or whatever. Now, if it can do that, what else can it do? We got these, you know, you know, we, we have all of these 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 different things that are automated now, you know. Mm-hmm. What else can it stop you from doing? Can it stop you from leaving your house? Or what can it cause you to do that you may not remember later on? Ah, that's it. <laughs> that's it right there. See, I was going there. Well, you think uh, you at home bad. in your bed? Yeah, you think you at home in your bed sleeping? You know, when and you know, assassinated fifty million people. You know, you know, <laughs> you travel through that you think it was just a dream, but yet still, you know, you you under mind control because the chip allows them to do that. I mean, anything is possible. Let's just be real. 
If they're doing it the in the movies, if they're doing it in the movies, that's just an indication that it's already been done. They're working on it or they're testing it. They're just trying to desensitize you to it when it does come around. That's it. That's it in the nutshell, right there. I was looking at this article, this guy named Gene Munster. He's an investor and mm-hmm. analyst of Loot Ventures, and he's an advocate for augmented reality, virtual reality, and other new technology. Um, he thinks that um, embedded chips in human bodies is about 50 years away. He says in 10 years, Facebook, Google, Apple, and Tesla will not have their employees' chips, he said, because you'll see some extreme forward-looking tech people adopting it, but not the large company. The idea of being chipped has too much negative connotation today, but by 2067, we will have been desensitized by the social stigma of being chipped, Munster said. See? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it in the movies already with the Born Legacy, all the Born movies. Uh, a couple of, you know what this is? This is just another version of, of this is an advanced version of the COINTELPRO program. That's all it, it basically is. Yeah. You know? That's all it exactly. is. It is, it is. Control. Right. So what's the best way to get, yeah, control. Mm-hmm. And we know everybody Something. needs to control somebody. That's the way, yeah. that's the, way the, the world works. Everybody got to yeah. control somebody. And once, we, <laughs> and, once we get you, and once we get you so desensitized to it that you buy into it, you see, and you think that this is the greatest country in the world, you know, or you'll accept anything. Mhm. Cause it's no big deal. And why? No big deal. No big deal. And then everybody, you got to think about the generation everybody's that's doing it. That'll be the thing. Everybody's doing it, and not even understanding the repercussions of it, or the reasoning yeah. behind it. You're right. You're right. And let, let's be honest, we have a, a generation right now, they, they all tech savvy, you know, electronically savvy and everything. I remember when I first got my bank card with the new chip in it, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't use it. I, I'm not, I would not use it. I wasn't trying to use it until they sent me another say, okay, you got two weeks to activate this or we cut, and we, because we cutting off your other card. You know, so you're like, wow, really? Really? But to add to that, let's let's look at the big picture. Okay, two weeks to do it. We cutting off the other car, but wait, there's no brick and mortar bank in your area where you can go in and get the money for out the bank. So what choice do you have? You know, so they're basically what they're, they're, they're working for. A, a, yeah, a either or scenario. What are you going to do? Like you said, work. Get the chip. You can work. You don't get the chip. Hey, we can't do nothing for you. Now. Um, how do you survive something like that? You know, how do you survive something like that? Because we know we already know it's, it's in effect, and, and as you say, right now it's quote unquote voluntary for these com- these these um uh, uh countries. You know, I mean these companies. So when are they going to stop being voluntary? 
I mean, they're putting chips in everything now anyway, so why not put an RFID in chipping your your hand? So you'd be one of the popular people. You know, you, you walk up to each other, shake hands and exchange information, and without saying anything, does that sound good, y'all? Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not sound good. But that's that's where we that's where we're headed. Um hold on. And I, I was looking for this. I, I'm glad you sent that to me. I was looking for this the other, just earlier today. Let me see if I can't pull it up here. Um, and it's about Native Americans and, and microchips. See if I can pull this up here real fast. The um, assistant going ahead sent it to me um, a couple of weeks ago. I was trying to find it, and I, I couldn't find it. But, you know, when you talk about microchips, it, it is a scary thing. No, like I say, right now it's you know it started. You know, just think, 1998. Who even thought about being chipped in 1998? Nobody uh, who, who really thought about it? But you got just British scientists already doing it. 1998. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. So now we're in 2018, and they moving moving a little forward more now. You know, and. and of course, this thing is electronic. So yes, it can be hacked. Yes, it can be uh, uh, what what they call it, viruses and stuff sent through it. Now just think, you got a whole population with microchips in, one shot or whatever, and you're done. You're done. Population control is that another way you can use it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Hmm. Oh yeah, that is most definitely true. Yes, mm-hmm. they can and they probably will. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, you know, and I'm gonna say it like this. You know, a lot of times you say people get a little overbearing. Um, you know, say, well, you know, that's just you know language, but. You get the religious side. Some say, "Well, you know that that's that's going to be the mark of the beast right there." You know that microchip. You know, either you have it, or if you don't, you be marched probably to a concentration camp somewhere, be fed little food as possible, and that's where you shall stay. Well, is that a far-fetched thing? No, it ain't because it has happened before. Exactly, we've before. seen it before, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing new. It's nothing new. It, it, nothing new. Nothing, nothing new. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah. So, y'all just stay awake out there. Hey, because you're going to have to make a decision eventually. You know, do you want the market chip or do you want to be unemployed or be in a concentration camp somewhere? For those the unchipped individual, you know, now, let's be honest. You know, the American public is, is fickle, and well, I'm not even gonna say fickle because there are gonna be some that say, "Yes, I got to get chipped." Why? Why do they have to be chipped? Because they have to be in the end. They have to be in the end crowd. You know, that's the thing to do right now. Let's get chipped. Well, go ahead and get chipped, then, buddy. You no, know, I'm one of the ones. I guess I end up in a concentration camp because I can't see it. Not knowing what can happen and what's going to happen, you know. But, no, I can't. Okay. I can't do that. 
<laughs> you know, so that's it. Um, let's see what are we gonna talk about now. Let's talk about these robots real quick. We got about twenty minutes left. So let's talk about these robots and cloning and, and things like that. I know this one you really wanted to get into, P. So I'm gonna let you take take the lead on this and I'll chime in in a few minutes. So go for it. Um looking at this um on the website, CNN, um had this robot. And if you look at it, it, it walks like a big dog, how how it's made. And it has a long neck that has a clamp, and it can open the door. And it says that a dexterous robot could be your next doorman. Now, they already have these robots. This one can open the door for you. He let his other little walking partner go into the room, and then, you know, he held the door for him and, and let him walk in. Um, they have already robots in hotels. They greet you at the door, tell you where your room is, call you by your name at the hotel when you go in. Isn't that just amazing? Really, artificial is artificial intelligence. It's been uploaded with your information, so it has the ability to recognize you when you enter. Now, this robot here in, in, in on on the CNN uh, website um, doesn't look like those that were at the hotel. Now, the ones that are at the hotel are really animated. They they walk around, big eyes, big face, all of that. You know, but this one looks more like a robot, like a machine. But you better believe it'll eventually be upgraded. And like I said, it looks it looks like a big dog walking around the way that it walks and 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 operates. See, hmm. and you know, we we talk about customer service and we talk about people being rude. Well, you know what? And look at that with these people being your doorman, these these robots, this AI being being your greeters and stuff. You know what? It eliminates all that. So then, what happens to those occupations when you're being replaced by a robot? No, you don't believe me. Oh, they didn't think the car that it would happen in the car industry, but it did. Hmm. A lot of the jobs that people used to have, what now robots do it? It's automated. Mm-hmm. Artificial intelligence <laughs> Putting the knowledge mm-hmm. of the wisdom Of a human being Into an inanimate Well it's not inanimate because they move Into a non-living object And they are able to function And they are able to move And they're putting them in your home Turn the lights on uh-huh. Okay Mm-hmm See, they're making you more comfortable with it. So that now, you know, they don't need to program your mind. They can just simply program a robot, and the robot can do with that what you wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Nobody will eat, hey, be even the wiser for it. No one will even be the wiser hmm. for it. Why? Because there, there, there's no fingerprint. There's no trail. There's no DNA trail to follow. Hmm. Understand. Understand when you say this is a good thing. 
understand where we're going, people. Don't just think, don't just think that there is not an agenda. Because truly there is. And you have to understand that when you look at these things and you look at these accomplishments and you say, oh, well, this is going to be great. Watch the movie, I Robot. Hmm. Everybody thought that was such a great movie. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. No. What are they telling you? What are they doing behind the movie? Remember, they're always going to put something out there so they can alleviate the stigma of, okay, this ain't normal, nobody don't want this, to, okay, this is the norm. Think about it. You don't even got to go that far back. Last 20 years, what was the norm in the 80s and what's the norm now? What is what's, what, what are things that, that once were not acceptable, we saw them in movies, we've seen it on TV, you know, and now it is acceptable. Oh, it's okay. That's not a taboo. You all right. Mm. Conditioning. Programming. Preparing you for the inevitable. The inevitable. Now, let me let me let me tell y'all how how how, how these for crazy these folk have gotten with these robots. We are, we already talked about Sophia. You know, the first, quote-unquote, uh, world's first robot citizen. We talked about that um, a couple of weeks ago, I think. But, you know, it's amazing how they're making these robots now uh, just actually, quote-unquote, see people, understand conversations, and to form relationships. To form relationships, y'all. We're talking about a freaking robot. Now, these folks uh, um, are so... But the word is sick. I'm gonna say sick right now. Dash it has will have one called Solana, and she the new, she is the new quote unquote sex robot. That's right. A company called Real Dogs, you know, and it has a, it has an Android app. To, I mean, yeah, Android app to come with it, and it has a it has porn star proportions, you know, <laughs> that causes eight thousand eight to ten thousand dollars though. You you. You know, individuals out there want that. You know, but that's a robot. And here's another thing. They are actually coming out with a male version. And of course, I had to laugh at this one because it said it'll be with a bionic penis for the ladies. Now, I don't know what that means. Shut but, the okay. hell up. Shut the hell up. You don't care I'm saying that's what it said. An electronic <laughs> penis. I mean, that's a bionic penis. That's the foolishness. I guess. I guess y'all ain't buying the right ones out there, um, out of Cindy's or whatever. So they're gonna make you one with a bionic penis. I don't know what that is, but okay. But see, here's here's the the, the sick version of it now. Um, there was a case in the United Kingdom where this guy um imported. A three foot tall child sex doll, and they tried to they tried to take him to court, and they found him not guilty, not guilty. Okay, there's another case in Canada that started in 2013 when they intercepted a, a, a delivery of a child sex doll, but of course, you no, know, that case is still going on. So, and you look at this, you're like, wow, you know, how sick do you have to be, man? You know, so, so 
when we start talking about robots and AI, you know, we really have to take a look at that. Because like Pete say, they, they're coming around everywhere. And it's just like dolls. Think about all the quote-unquote driveless vehicles that's coming out now. You know, you're yes. just in the back seat and tell it where to go. No, that's AI also. You know, let's say Alexa, um, Siri, all that. Just think about that. That That's a scary thought. Now, these right here can actually form relationships. So the question is, how long will they evolve? How long would it take for them to evolve, evolve to just start thinking on their own? We've seen that in movies, haven't we? Yeah. We've seen that before. You know, and you, you think about it, that goes along with the with the cloning of um the cloning type of thing. You know, designer babies, designer uh-huh. babies, where they actually going in and put certain DNA in babies. Uh, in 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 the you know what they call it, the the the, the, the you know come out. They put the well, anyway. They put DNA in babies to make them the perfect child. Yeah, we seen in, that in, time in before the Yeah, in the embryo. You know, they just did that yeah. um, um, about two months ago uh, in Shanghai. These these two monkeys gave gave um, this monkey gave birth to a, a clone mm. made from you know so, using tissue cells. So so they were identical. Mm. Identical. They're identical. Remember, remember back wow. in when it was. The eighties or the nineties, Dolly the Sheep, remember that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that using that same technique that they used to clone Dolly, now they're cloning uh primates. And they say mm-hmm. they are alive and healthy. And this and this 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 was done in Shanghai. In Shanghai, China. And it has a mm. video on wow. with the two little monkeys playing. They were born ten days apart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now they, now, they did. Make, they did. They did make the statement that there is no intention <laughs> for us to apply this method to humans. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> of course, we know if they tried. They, they probably tried and have succeeded. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talked. We talked the other day about. I mean, we talked a couple of weeks ago, well, month, maybe a month or so ago, about brain transplant. Remember we talked about that, and it was yes, supposed to happen. Did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've been yes, looking. Yes. I've been looking for it, but I haven't seen it where it has been done yet. But yeah, that was, I that was another it. interesting case. Yeah, I haven't seen it updated as of yet. The last thing was when you know they found a volunteer who was you know going to do it. Um, but nothing mm-hmm. has been updated on, on, on that yet. I haven't seen anything about that. And then that was in China, too, as well. You know, the, you know, it was a Chinese citizen who volunteered, you know, to be the first brain transplant, you know, victim, I should say. But I don't know another mm-hmm. word for it. But <laughs> a good one. Good one. Yeah, you take, you take your brain out, of, you know, you, you're dead. But, hey. Hey. Um. You know, and with the cloning, not just designer babies, they are actually cloning genes that would encode the, the melanin, melanin cortin uh, receptors, which regulate pigmentation and adrenal cortex function. Okay? Y'all know what they're doing? <laughs> they add, they're taking color away now. So they're basically making their own people. That's basically what they're saying with, 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 with this cloning thing. You know? Yeah. When you start messing. 
with genes and stuff out of pigmentation of skin and stuff like that, you're making your own people. That now that is scary as heck. That really is. That's scary. That's so scary. I don't even want to think about it no more. That's it. <laughs> oh no, have mercy. Is that you want to add, P? Yeah. We got about six minutes to change. Anything else you want to add? No, that that's pretty. And I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's funny how the very thing that they say they're not doing is probably more than likely exactly what they are doing. So, thank you. you know. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, y'all. We 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 brought y'all some interesting stuff today, and as we always do, we we encourage you to go and um check out. Some things yourself, you you know, you learn probably more than we do, you know. But it's interesting, you know. Gun control, there's no such animal. We need people control. I think that's you know, like like that that statement said from Sister and Gun. Guns don't kill guns. People kill people. I mean, guns don't kill people. People kill people. And of and course, you know, and, and if it's not in your bubble, huh? You know. And she brought up a good point about, you know, middle, you know, or, or you did, one of you guys did, about the mental illness issue. You know, because they say back in, in, in the 90s, you know, public health departments, I, I know in Cincinnati, I don't know about the rest of the country, but I know in Cincinnati, you know, we had social workers, we had mental health counselors and, and stuff like that. And, and, and people had access to medications that they needed. They had access to counseling service. And all of a sudden you see these things being cut out of the budget. See, mm. you, you, you see, the, you know, counselors being reassigned to, to, to other jobs rather than being mm. a counselor, you know. And then the people right. don't have resources, you know, and, and, and nobody, they don't, they don't have anybody to go talk to. You know, and definitely if they don't have insurance, then, you know, you this is why you see people on the corner standing and talking to themselves, you know, having conversations, people acting all erratic, people paranoid. And all, all those people are not on drugs. All those people are not crackheads. Some of them are mentally ill folks who don't have access to get their medications. They don't have the proper care. Why? Because it's no longer in the budget. And the access mm. that they have to it is now no longer there for them. We even see it with mm-hmm. the VA. I can't tell you how many, yes, how, many veterans, how, how many veterans I, I, I talk to when I'm out on, on the street, you know, who can't even get into the VA to get their medication. You know, and and, and out or, or their appointment is, 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 is months and months or a year away. Mm-hmm. And their family members can't they, take care of them because they're volatile. Nope. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so you, look, buddy, Ro, you can't live with me because I ain't got time for that because one of us gonna die. You know, so so they live in, <laughs> in the woods. Mm. They 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 come up to the to the truck stop and, and, and panhandle for enough money to get a shower and and change clothes and maybe get something to eat. And then they return to the woods because that's their safe place. But mm-hmm. what happens when they have an episode and can't get back to their safe place? Mm. See, it, what, yeah. what happens when, when they're back in, 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 in the war and thinking you're the enemy? 
see. But, but, you know, we look at all of these things, and nobody talks about, well, what happened to the resources? Why can't they get their medications? Hey, they, everybody's quick to say they need to be on medication. Well, where's the resources? And if you call and vacate somebody, do you realize that most of the centers or hospitals that take those folks in only keep them 48 hours and release That's them it. back into society? Stable or not? 48 hours. Release them? They take and just drop them off. Yeah. Or wherever. That is so true. See? That is so true. See, so 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 when 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 looking at reasons why, well, how have you acted? <laughs> Where's your accountability and responsibility? You want to blame Congress? Okay, good. Talking about they didn't mm. they they didn't change the gun laws. No, you changed the wrong laws. Mm. You eliminated services that were necessary for the mental health of the country. But, you know, I can understand if that's a part of your agenda, you know, to depopulate the U.S., to depopulate mm-hmm. society. I understand if that's a part of your agenda. Then, of course, it all makes sense. You know, I'm just yep. saying. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm just saying too. <laughs> all right, we got to get up out of here, y'all. So, P, you got any last words? No, I got to rule out today. No, no, I guess that was my last words. And as always, remember to live above this one world system. Don't get caught up in the hype. Don't get caught up in the hype. Good stuff. All right, y'all. I want to say thank you for hanging out with us today. It's been fun. Uh, We'll be back Monday with another interesting show for you. Because uh, me and Pete, we we be trying to find some interesting topics to talk to y'all about. Because you know we love y'all that much. I want to thank everybody who participated today. It was fun. Uh, just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And my biggest, best thing I always tell you: learn to laugh at yourself, man. You laugh at yourself for everything. It's just gravy. All right. So with that being said, Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. We're gonna ride out of here. With some, uh, let's see, some Aunt Tina, a little singing about reggae. All right? Until Monday, y'all. Y'all have a great weekend. See you then. We out of here. Never seen you rock so
Bye-bye. <laughs>